0: Welcome to my Tales from the tit. It's everything I've wanted to be and everything I was told I shouldn't be. My salacious, titillating tales of sex, passion, adventure, and pure sluttiness while I unbosom my monogamy. I've wanted to create a safe place where I can come and unbosom and talk about and hash out all of my escapades, let's call them. And I've been asking my husband for years and years and years to open up our relationship, and he has been reluctant to do so. But finally, he agreed. And as with every relationship that changes the dynamic, we have our own sort of boundaries and preferentials and rules if you want to call them that, and those things are important, and the communication to get there is extremely important, but we did the work, and to the victor go the spoils, and I am happy to report that after um, doing this for a year, it was a year in September, I am having the time of my Patrick Swayze life, honey. However, the one caveat being, as part of our agreement, my husband does not want to hear... ...about my experiences. He does not want to participate in my experiences. He wants me to be discreet. He doesn't want to see it. He doesn't want to know about it. He doesn't want to talk about it. And that's from my perspective. From his perspective... ...what he wants out of the open relationship... ...is threesomes with other women. I know. Color cliche. Cliche. Uh, but he wants me to pick the women... And he wants me to set it all up. And he basically just wants to show up like, you know, a superhero Captain Dick out. And uh, dick him down, if you know what I mean. So, and uh, I think you too. (laughs) So, I need a place with which to be able to get this off of my bosom and I do have two girlfriends with which I confide and uh, I have found that it's so fun to talk about and we giggle and we cluck cluck and we have so much fun and you know what it turns us on to talk about it and it gets us excited and I wanted to do that on a bigger forum because What I know is that people love to hear about this. We want to hear about the secrets that go on in the night. And in a society where we're so oversexed, we're so overexposed, we have constant stimulation coming at us through all five of our senses, but especially visually and auditory-wise, we're very, very, you know, straight laced in our society about talking about it socially or with our families. And I have not really ever understood why that is. Sans because impolite company, that's just not something that you talk about. And I do believe in respecting people's boundaries and asking for cunt scent. And I believe that cunt scent goes both ways. It shouldn't just apply to men asking it of women. I believe it should always be two people giving an openness to say I am comfortable with whatever you want to see, say, do until I'm not. <laughs> and at which time I'm not then that has to be communicated about. But I do believe that it should go both ways. And I know that, um, you know, at the risk of making a broad stroke statement, men um, oftentimes now are walking around on eggshells and have to be be careful what they do say send, as they should be. Um, But again, I think that it applies to... Both and so in quote unquote polite respectful society, yeah, should we not maybe talk about it? Should we not, not maybe, you know, say things that would be inappropriate? Correct, but we all do it. We're all having sex. We're all thinking about sex, and we should be able to have a place to talk about it. So I'm creating a safe pussy pod space for that for myself, and I'm encouraging you to join me, and we will be having segments where you can step into the confessional with me, and we're going to have a lot of fun doing the deep dives into the naughtiness, and you know what? We all want to hear about it, so don't act like you don't. Having said that, because my husband doesn't want to talk about it, he doesn't want to hear about it, and he is my best friend, I definitely take a largest amount of pleasure talking about it, you know, with my lovers, but what I have found is, um, oftentimes I have men as lovers, although I am exploring, um... The bisexual side of my sexuality and sensuality, Um, most of my, if not almost all of my interactions have been with men, and what I find uh, with men is that they're very recognizant To also divulge the experiences that they're having, especially as it applies to me, their lover, because they don't want me to get jealous. And the fact of the matter is, is I don't get jealous hearing about their adventures unless I'm not getting my needs met. And even still, I have no hold over them, you know, if we're not monogamous (laughs) <laughs> that applies all the way around. But instead, it, t- it titillates me. It turns me on to hear about their sexcapades, if you will. And I would like to tell them also more about mine, but then they sort of sometimes get a little territorial or then they have the, maybe a slight temptation to slut shame or question your sexual health and then also there are you know the sort of sect of men who get titillated by it right and they get turned on by the fact of other men fucking you and being with you even to the point where I've encountered a lot of men who have a very distinct and certain fetish of Wanting me to get fucked by a guy and have his piping hot worm come still inside of me with this other fantasy guy sort of lurking around the corner. My current doesn't know he's there. And then this other guy wants me to immediately come to him and get because he loves the idea of fucking me freshly after another man has. And he loves the idea of his cum dripping out of me and me being wet with that. And it still is fresh. And that is, in fact, what I have been told by a handful of men, let's say five, that that is their specific Fetish, if you want to call it that. And that is, in fact, the only way that they can come anymore. So, obviously, these are older men. But, um, I, and though I'm not averse to that, I haven't yet done it. So, I don't know if these guys just wanted to talk about it and feel like they're, they have a safe place to tell a very quote unquote naughty fantasy. Or if, they really want to do that in real life. But I've gone so far as to ask other lovers like, hey, this is what, you know, lover B wants. So lover A, are you willing to participate in that? Because again, I, you know, want consent to go both ways. And there have been a lot of guys who've agreed to be, you know, the first comer, if you will. <laughs> and yet... It's never been completely expedited in a fantasy way for me yet. I'm not averse to it. But the main thing that comes to mind when I hear guys um, tell me this is, gosh, that's a really a whole lot of setup just to have sex and just to come That's a lot of work. That's a lot of moving parts. And so, uh, again, you know, who knows if what these people are saying is true, you know, I'm... Obviously, haven't done it yet, so truth, you know, the proof is in the pudding, if you know what I mean. And I do think that you do. Um, So having not done it yet, I just think, I kind of feel bad for the guys who, that's really the only way that you can come? That's how you can get off? That and only that? Rough ride, bro. But having said that, I do love to hear them divulge their naughtiest of fantasies and um, so yeah I'm very much looking forward to not only myself entering into this pussy pod but you entering into it with me and we get to sort of sit bedside and hear all of the tales and it is so good. It's like people watching but for your imagination hello how are you i am so good thank you so much for doing this special thanks to our very first caller ever so tell me right off the bat how do you identify d okay as in the letter b for boy
1: as in letter d for dog
0: Dog. Okay, got it. And do you want to say your age or your sexual preference?
1: Say 50-ish and generally straight.
0: Generally straight. I like it. Okay, great. Well, everybody, I want you to grab your joints and your cocktails because it's... I want you all to step into the confessional with me, especially you, caller. Thank you for being here. i myself am drinking whiskey. I'm a proper 12 girl. What's your drink of choice, caller?
1: Uh, At the moment, I'm having a cup of coffee, but generally speaking, anything with alcohol.
0: (laughs) All things alcohol. I like it. So I want you to as we talked about and then we'll go into what you would like to confess today so bless me mistress for I have come
1: uh I don't want to say that
0: (laughs) okay and would you like to say how many days it's been since your last confession
1: Uh, I've never made one before
0: okay perfect so what would you talk about and tell me
1: um I'm not sure since I'm your first caller and you've never done this
0: Um, how about um I will ask you this question then
1: sounds good sounds good
0: so you told me that you are in fact married yes and that you are sort of a serial cheater I believe those were sure Okay, so um, tell me, um, my curiosity would then be, why are you still married, and why did you get married in the first place, if you thought that maybe monogamy wasn't for you?
1: I think at the time I got married, I thought that,
0: mm.
1: and I changed.
0: And what do you think?
1: Change in desires, change in what I wanted sexually.
0: And you're uh, assuming you're heterosexual, you're married to a woman. Your wife uh, wouldn't like to participate in those things. I assumed you communicated about it.
1: We have and she didn't. <laughs> a
0: man of few words. In the confessional. Well, I like
1: to get to the point.
0: <laughs> Getting to the point would you like to tell me what these things were?
1: Uh, Which things you're saying? Are you asking? The
0: things that uh, she didn't want to participate in and how you changed and what it became that you wanted.
1: Uh, Just increasing interest in um, non-vanilla sex, getting kinkier and kinkier, um, trying new things, um, introducing other people to the situation, all of that.
0: Would you consider yourself to have a high sex drive? Yes. And how many times would your wife like to have sex in a week, for example?
1: Uh, It would not be weekly. It would be every few weeks.
0: And very vanilla, which you mentioned. And how long have you been married? 21 years. And you would like to stay married? Yes. Because of the perks, which are?
1: Um, Family life. Um, Certain other benefits. Um, I, I enjoy having a secret life.
0: So that's the titillating part of it for you. And dagger, clandestine naughtiness of it
1: yeah that is a big part of it
0: and have you ever taken the bdsm test um dot org yes and would you like to share uh what you rated as in the highest sort of percentile uh of so generally
1: speaking in the dominant areas um as a top, as a dom, uh, not very high as a sadist per se, but certainly situations where I'm in charge and my partner is not.
0: I'd very much get that drift from you. (laughs) (laughs) And did it take you long to, like, explore your kinks or was it pretty much like a duck to water thing for you? Uh,
1: It started out uh very tentatively and um as a challenge um and as i gained experience and kind of understood more of what i wanted it became easier um i'd say i'm fairly focused on what the things i you know the, the specific kings and fetishes etc that i seek um having said that i'm always open to new things
0: yeah Yeah, because, like, I'm not a person who has to try it before I know that I like it. I'm very definitive in what, you know, I think I do and I do not like. However, comma, space, period, I think sexually, I definitely have found myself that that doesn't, that's not true. Like, things that I think I didn't like, I have found that I do like. And some things that I didn't like, yep, I don't like it. But you sort of don't. No, until you actually physically try it and would <laughs> you try it with the right person that has the right chemistry for it
1: i would absolutely agree with both those statements i would say the things that i ended up being most interested in uh. and most eager to pursue are things that at first i was um Uh, let's say prodded by a partner into trying rather than coming up with on my own. And Um, was this
0: a partner that you had built? It was like... You've had sex with them multiple times, you'd already been intimate, or was this more new partners that made you feel comfortable because they don't know you?
1: Uh, I would say, honestly, it's both.
0: Okay. So what's your preference?
1: Uh, My preference is... my preference is to try new things so therefore <laughs> i would i would obviously rather have that in a in a longer term uh, committed partner uh, having said that it just doesn't always happen that way sometimes you have a longer term partner that may be content with where things are mm-hmm. and you know that's fine for a while but then eventually you want to try new things and either you bring it up with them or you find new people
0: how long have you been non monogamous would you say several years and okay so now you're of a certain age in my 40s so when we were growing up we didn't have a digital buffet with which to choose anything (laughs) we (laughs) wanted no 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 we
1: certainly did not
0: (laughs) right and so how do you go about the hunt
1: um, through various, um, standard apps, the standard websites, uh, I don't think I have any, uh, special secret insight or, or, uh, you know, special sauce, if you will, to add to that. Just, I'm sure the same way that most people who seek the same things would do so.
0: And do you divulge that you're married?
1: Uh, not always. Sometimes yes, sometimes no.
0: And what would you say a fantasy is of yours currently? Um, See, I think there's a difference between reality, right? So fantasy is sometimes just something we like to think about. And then sometimes those of us who are in these adventurous, maybe naughty situations, find people we can fulfill fantasies with and explore. So what is a fantasy that you have that you'd like to explore in real life, take it out of the mind, put it onto the body that you have not gotten to do yet? Uh,
1: Finding a partner with whom to swing with. By that, I mean a female partner with whom I could um, meet other male, female couples uh, and enjoy each other's company
0: and why do you find that difficult to find
1: um as a single male it's it's the classic numbers game as a single male it's harder to find women in general and certainly harder to find women who are interested in this uh, I, I would i would suspect that women who are interested in this uh, probably already have partners they pursue this with mm.
0: Interesting. I definitely feel like um, my situation is I am in, in an open marriage. Um, I have been for a year. And for my situation, I'm allowed, uh, you know, quote unquote, allowed. I've been agreed upon that I can do what I want, who I want, where I want. But from his perspective, his preferential in the open relationship is that we have your like quintessential threesomes with other women, and he wants me to pick them, and he wants me to set it up, and he just wants to show up with a super cape, you know, superhero cape on, Captain Dick out, and <laughs> have his way with his you know harem. Must be nice. So um, I. Will, sounds
1: uh, sounds not bad from his perspective.
0: <laughs> correct. <laughs> I mean, my inbox is flooded with dick and men, but women are a hard get and a hard find, especially for threesomes and especially for, um, you know, like you said, maybe like a swinger lifestyle or a non-monogamous type situation. And I found, and I'm curious if you found, because it's fun to talk to people, um, learn you know know. evolve together but i found that women who are quote-unquote bisexual who might be a good fit for a threesome get real some kind of way offended right being um yeah you know being asked to participate in a threesome with a couple is that been your experience as well
1: um I would, in my experience, um, women who are open to it or interested will bring it up fairly quickly, and if you if it's if it's something that doesn't come up, uh, certainly in the um, let's say quote unquote introductory and negotiation phase, um, it's probably not going to happen.
0: Interesting, and so what if- I,
1: I'm, I'm just saying. I, I I think I think in in. In in if you can say the arena of what I do or what I try to do, um, you know the people who I meet up with tend to be people who are in similar situations, and they tend to understand that getting to the point of what they're looking for at the moment is is something you know it's better being brought up right away and ignored or being a no go rather than. Keeping it in your pocket and then a month or six months or a year later saying, "Oh, by the yeah, yeah." It just seems like you know, get get it all out there. Um, You know, honor among thieves. Put it all out there right away.
0: Yeah, gotcha. And
1: and if it's if it's not an option, you know, it's not an option. And if it's a must-have for you, thank you very much. Move on.
0: So it sounds like you're a pretty good communicator, and that you sort of like to lay down the boundaries and perimeters at the get. Is that correct? Yes nice I think that I have a lot of respect for that that's the way that I like it and I think that yeah it kind of trims the fat and cuts to the chase so
1: well right I, I don't I don't want to and, and it all yeah it cuts the chase and it's also you know you're clear if somebody's looking for um you know fetish XYZ and you're not interested in that but you want ABC um you know <laughs> why not you know what what what's the point at a certain point it's like you know if you know you just get to the point and and you're both on the same page
0: yeah, absolutely and i have found as a woman that um i tend to intimidate a lot of men very easily and i think as a man there's maybe um that might be a little bit easier to navigate because yeah i'm very um Specific <laughs> and like the communication up front, and ask very questions um, from the stranger from right off the get. And so, yeah, a lot of men have yeah a very intimidated reaction, and sometimes that doesn't happen in the verbal conversation. It happens in the sexual conversation where they either can't come or they can't you know manage a consistent boner for the entire time you have encountered as a man
1: um so i i i would say in that sense i don't i don't i wouldn't (laughs) Were we to meet, or were I to meet a woman like you, I don't think I would find that kind of frank, direct discussion particularly intimidating.
0: Yeah, I don't think um, you would I, either. I, no, <laughs> I, I would, I would find it ex-
1: clarifying and beneficial.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, so I, I guess I mean, based on on my experience and and how I am, I I can't say why people would find that intimidating. Um, you know, I, I I guess I can't answer that because I don't understand what it's like to be that way
0: yeah for sure but do you find because of your situation that you have any sort of trouble a coming or b maintaining an ongoing erection
1: uh i would say no
0: and what advice Uh, would you give me as a woman to find men that don't have that problem um, What's a good you, way to approach a man to be like, Hey, can you come? Or are you just fucking around or, Hey, can you manage to keep your boner or do you getting over a breakup or do you feel uncomfortable? Cause I'm married or do you know what I mean? Like how do you, well, I, I,
1: I, I would say uh, doing what you're doing and getting, getting everything out in the open as quickly as possible is, is a great idea. Um, you know, I'm. I am like I said. I'm. I'm somewhere fifty-ish, and while I personally have never had issues um, maintaining stimulation, um, you know, I I, 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 can certainly feel that uh, it's not. It's not the same as it was when I was twenty-three or thirty-three. Right. Or 43. Right. <laughs> so, um, you know, it it, it it doesn't necessarily take any more time to get going. Um, it can be a bit of work to keep it going. And mm. coming back uh, afterwards is not as fast as it used to be.
0: Well, I thank you for saying that because I think it's really nice to hear from – a real man, very alpha, very hetero. Uh, I think that's something that more men need to hear and be more comfortable knowing. And as a matter of fact, because I'm 44, I sort of feel like I'm the perfect age to fuck anybody at any age. And I get it from all age groups, right? Yeah, as- I, I,
1: I would also say to clarify a statement you just made there. Um, yeah. while, while I... Guess uh, sexually, I would say I, I I lean strongly towards you know alpha roles um, in my real life, in my family life, in my wife, in my life at home. Um, I would absolutely not identify as an alpha.
0: Interesting. I'm riveted by that statement. And in your let's say work and social life, how would you? How do you uh,
1: let's say a uh a, and a a a fairly typical sensitive yuppie dad with um you're know, living in a big city in america with hobbies and interests that go along with that um you know i i i enjoy my home life i enjoy um non-masculine hobbies i am not a particularly sporting individual um, I am not a quote unquote, you know, a successful businessman. Uh, you know, I have my own, my own small business, which is adequate, um, but certainly not, uh, certainly not creating generational wealth. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so no, it, 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 you know, when, when people use the word alpha or use the phrase rather alpha male, um, I think, you know, you have an idea of somebody that, uh, you know, is a corporate business type or an aggressive entrepreneur, uh, you know, wears a coat and tie every day or drives a Porsche. I thank you
0: for making I get the reason I use it is because you said that you tend to be in a dominant position um, in a sexual way. And yes. so I put that in a right. alpha context.
1: Right, right, right. Um, I, w- I would say once once the door closes, the alpha comes out. But yeah, when that's the door so is open and I'm with other people um, and, and I, this is not to say that I identify as you know, to use the, uh, you know, the, the, you know, wor- words you may hear in the media and society today, I certainly don't identify as some kind of, you know, beta cock or something like that. That's yeah. That's certainly not. I'm, I'm, I'm a calm, collected, assertive, you know, normal guy. Um, but then once the door closes, um, I, Uh, uh, a switch flips.
0: Nice. Very cool. Very interesting. Thank you for sharing that. And does um, in this, if this is too personal question, of course, but do you find that to be the same with your wife sexually? No. Interesting. Oh, that's riveting. I'm so glad you shared that. I do find that to be totally enthralling because isn't it cool that you get to explore both sides of um yeah sexual it, it, is, it
1: is it is cool it is good um to be very honest if i were if i didn't have to keep it secret from her i would rather not but i don't yeah. think i don't think she would be interested i don't think
0: yeah, I totally uh, to get
1: that. Be open to an open situation, um, and she's certainly not interested in many of the, let's say, more more uh, more non-traditional kinky things that I'm interested in. So you know, there's no point in even asking. You know, can I do this or this? You know, <laughs> the yeah. answer would be something between, heck no, and why the fuck would anybody ever do that? So. <laughs>
0: You're funny. I like it. So um, what is your attraction? Do you have a type or do you look for more sexual compatibility than a type of female that you're going to have sex with and play with?
1: Uh, Generally speaking, um, I wouldn't say I have a type either um, ethnically, racially, or physically. Um, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm comfortable with women. You know that uh, I'm 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 in my early fifties, and I'm comfortable with women my age who have aged appropriately but taken care of themselves. Mm. Um, I don't. You know what do I prefer? Or not prefer. I don't particularly care for what is commonly known as the BBW type. Um, you know, I'm 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 not into bigger girls, but I understand that. Um, you know. People age, and as long as you're age-appropriate and taking care of yourself, that's fine. Um, I would not say I have any particular physical characteristics that are a must-have. Um, I am not a fan of overly large breasts, so <laughs> there you go. Um, uh, no, no, not not really. I wouldn't say um, there's any specific thing I'm looking for. So what do
0: you look for in a partner then?
1: As far
0: as like uh, sexually and fetish-wise, when you do your sort of communication at the front end and you're picking somebody to be, you know, sexually intimate with, right. what do you look for?
1: Uh, someone who understands that this, I'm not looking for a lifelong relationship. Somebody who understands that, um, you know, I have a, a family situation. Um, somebody who is willing to be, is comfortable with that and appreciates my need for discretion right. um somebody who is again generally speaking going to be on the submissive end of the spectrum or at the very least switchy um i'm not interested in meeting a, a you know a professional dominatrix and submitting to her in any way um and somebody who is the most important thing really uh other than at least some level of you know moderate physical attraction, uh, is is somebody who's smart and not necessarily book smart, but certainly in, in a certain level of emotional intelligence and can communicate what they want or don't want.
0: Right, That's um,
1: And and also, I tend to be drawn to generally uh, intelligent women. So,
0: would you consider yourself a sapient? meaning uh, you I, like yes I, I i'd say it's, it's
1: yeah it's fair to use that term um i wouldn't use it as, as as my exclusive um right exclusively but yeah it's fair
0: and wrapping up i was wondering if you would like to describe a sexual situation that was like your favorite
1: it was good um sure I'll share one particularly transformative experience I had in my journey
0: yes fun. give it to me
1: um when I first kind of got into this generally um I just kind of wanted I didn't quite know how to harness my desires and what direction they were and it, it was confusing not not overwhelming and not frustrating but just confusing and I was trying to understand it um, and a partner I met once several years ago um, early on in this journey um, suggested um, a for for lack of a better term uh, what is commonly known as quote-unquote rape play um, I believe that the term the more more correct term folks use these days is CNC or consensual non-consent right um, and I was frankly blown away by that like wait a minute I'm, you know, I'm a big, 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 big city, blue America, you know, you know, kind of guy. And the idea of quote unquote, rape play is it, it just kind of like rubbed me, it, it, it. I couldn't get my hand around how somebody would want that.
0: It's polarizing. <laughs> it's very polarizing. It's yes. the very thing that assuming you're white and a middle-aged man, you're not supposed to do
1: exactly exactly and and i am both of those things for the record Um, and then when i was so we brought it up she said no no here's 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 my idea here's what i want Um, and she had a very specific scenario with very specific Mm -hmm. things for me you know very specific things you've got to you know two minutes in do this three minutes in say that five minutes in be doing this um, and I learned to understand after the event a couple of things. Number one, holy fuck did I love doing that? Right. Number two, um, I was okay with doing that. And I and I and I really enjoyed it, in fact. And number three, that in this specific case, I could I could tell very clearly it was a situation where, she was working something out. Uh, perhaps it had been a previous, um, hmm. a previous, uh, you know, sexual assault upon her. Perhaps it had wow. been understanding her desires. Perhaps it had been relationship issues she, she had at the time, or otherwise. I don't know what it was, but I understand psychologically she was trying to do something through this um, for herself. It wasn't. It was. It wasn't all about me. It was also about what was going on with her.
0: And, and, and I have found,
1: and I have found in in experiences I have had of a similar nature with other people over the years, that generally speaking, that's something that's going on, and that fascinates me. Totally. The idea that
0: color me riveted, and I'm so glad you shared that because. I have that particular fantasy as well. And I've been super cognizant to ask any man um, for that because I know a, my husband would a hundred percent not be comfortable with that because his very role in life. So there's just no way he would be comfortable with that. So then we could defer to a lover and I am very tentative to ask for that. So props to her for Having the you knows to even be able to ask for that and give it the specifics that she needed. I love to hear that she had it sort of laid out in a way that was communicated and comfortable. And props to you for doing it and getting out of your comfort zone. And that it. you loved it. And I think that it's really amazing that you shared. Um, the other part of it, you know, psychologically, you have an understanding that there was more depth to it because isn't that the truth with a lot of the things that, um, we are doing that sex and all of these things is very multi-layered and multi-dimensional and I really love that you brought that up. So.
1: Right. When, when, when somebody says they want you to spank them, it's never because they actually like to be spanked. It's because there's something <laughs> else going on. And
0: well, I don't know if I agree with that. Okay, okay. Maybe,
1: maybe not say, that specific one, but, but you know, but, but I will in, say in,
0: that pain does heighten the pleasure when it's put in the right time frame of right before your orgasm or right during it. Uh, the juxtaposition.
1: Right. Right, I'm. 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 I, I'm, I bringing, I'm bringing. In. Yeah, there you go. I'm bringing it up only as 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 one minor specific example. It's it's, it's example. you know there's 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 there's, <laughs> there's 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 all there's always like you said it's layered. There's there's always something else there.
0: Yeah, totally.
1: Um, and you know sometimes it's really cool to know what that is. Sometimes uh, I am entirely content. Just you know, it's there. You want this? Here you go.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: <laughs> Thank you. Let's move on. <laughs>
0: So do you have somebody yeah. that you're able to confide in in your life these things?
1: Uh, not a soul. Um, so I, I, would say, I would say I would say over the it, years.
0: How does it feel to do it here then?
1: It feels fairly it's it's kind of a relief. Um, it's kind what? of a yeah it, it, it's I'm so glad it's, you it's pretty did good. That. Um, you know, I've I've had I've had partners, I've had partners over the years with whom I've confided uh these kind, you know, we've talked about it and they've said the same thing. Um, very rarely will I meet someone um, you know, um who, who is like, oh yeah, I tell my best friends that I do this and do this and do that and do that. Um cer- certainly anybody who's 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 married or coupled. Um Okay, you know some some single women will, will say they're much more open with their friends, whether they are or not. I don't know. Um, you know, totally. um, but but it but it, it is it is nice to be able to do it. Um, you know, and be able to just kind of kind of say the words out loud that right. you're thinking inside.
0: Totally. Yeah. Well, my my hope is that this um quote unquote lifestyle becomes more mainstream and my hope is that um my, this podcast can be a safe place with which people can divulge these things because i think it's healthy to talk about it want to share these things and i think it's also sexy and titillating and it's fun to hear it and it's sort of nice to like say it and get it off our chest or our bosom if you will <laughs> i agree <laughs> So wrapping up, thank you again so much for um, doing this. I'm stoked to be able to talk to you. Thank you for your honesty. And at this point, um, I would be ending with your penance and absolution, that you didn't participate at all in my confessional by saying the things that you needed, which is Fine, um, but so that people who are calling in the future know, it would be at this point that we would do it. But I can't give that to you because you didn't do it like that.
1: I I, um, I appreciate that. I, I understand you have a format you're trying to stick to, and I'm not trying to deliberately, um, you know, <laughs> okay. uh, stay outside of it. It's just, it's just that that's
0: did your own thing because you know what, <laughs> it's all about consent and your comfortability, and I appreciate that. You told me what that was and I'm happy to respect that just like we should be doing um, with our lovers. So it's all good. And awesome. again, thank you so much. And I'll say goodbye to you and I'll see you in the Eversphere uh, where we met. Stay safe. Right. Bye. I have no idea why I sound like Alvin and the Chipmunks and portions of this podcast recording got, like, sped up slash unheard slash whatever, especially on my parts. I don't know if I was speaking too fast, but this will be a learned experience for me, and I'll try to speak with more cadence in the future. But you know what? The glitches are just going to have to be what it is, and I did not edit it because really like the rawness of it y'all I can really relate with this caller and he is my first he did take away my pussy podcast virginity and he did it so well with his intelligence and his deep voice didn't we all love it yes a round of applause for him Snaps for that dumb daddy. So, he was very forthcoming, and I hope that you will be too. If you would like to engage with me and step into the confessional, feel free to email me at the title of this podcast, which is unbosomedmonogamy at gmail.com, because who doesn't love a G?, And I am especially enjoying him adding that extra layer of the sort of psychological component for why we do what we do and getting to explore that and analyze that and fantasize about that. He qualifies as a sexy daddy. Snaps to you. Thank you guys so much for listening. And I can't wait to see and to hear and to feel what's next. Ladies and gentlemen, he, her, they, them. These are my tales from the tit. Thank you for coming in my pussy pod. Bye-bye for now.